Welcome, welcome, one and all, back again to the Dummies of Wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Tim, and on this episode, we are talking WWE SummerSlam. That's right, the second biggest premium live event of the year, just under WrestleMania. And I'm here with my predictions, my thoughts, and all the trash talking that you could want. That's right, because... If you didn't remember, I know it's been a while, it feels like it's been months since I've done one of these episodes, but if you forgot, let me just remind you that I am the World Heavyweight Champion, representing the NWO, still got my title on me, the Bullet Club old are still trying, still trying to uh, take it off me, unsuccessfully, but uh, hey, Props to them, because they never back down. They're basically like the John Cena, where they never give up, even though they get beaten every single event. But here I am, being a good world champion, defending my title against all of you. Against everyone. And if you are not familiar with the way we do things around here, basically, we have a little game. A little scorecard that you can fill out and uh, be a part of. If you want to do that, go over to the Dummies of Wrestling Facebook page. I have posted the scorecard for SummerSlam. Fill it out. Send it to me, Tim Davis, and you will be included in the running to try and dethrone, dethrone me. Oh, man. SummerSlam. WWE SummerSlam, that's what we're here to talk about. I will save the trash talking to later on this episode. We'll keep that there. But SummerSlam has an interesting card this year. An interesting, interesting card. And I'm not going to sit here and say it's a bad card or it looks horrible on paper. There are a few matches that I'm intrigued with. A few matches that I'm interested in. But... There's not really a match, besides one, there's not really a match that I'm looking forward to. There's only one match that I'm looking forward to. And I might as well just get straight into it with that one match that I am looking forward to. And that one match, believe it or not, that I'm looking forward to is Ricochet versus Logan Paul in a singles match. The reason I'm looking forward to this match in particular is if you remember back all the way back in January, WWE Royal Rumble, where Ricochet and Logan Paul both had that fantastic spot where they jumped at each other and basically did like a mid-air body-to-body stunt, I guess you could call it. And it was at that point where I realized... (sighs) that these two need an actual match because they're both similar styles. They're both fantastic. And I honestly think that this is going to be a really, really good match. On top of that, it's about fucking time Ricochet is featured properly. The dude is fantastic. Go back to his independent days. The match with him and Will Ospreay was fantastic. He's had so much success in the independence, and as soon as he came to WWE, he he's kind of just been shuffled underneath the mid cards. And I want the dude. I honestly believe that Ricochet could be a front runner up there in the in the main event scene. 
The guy is fantastic. He is so talented. He looks awesome. He looks cool. And they do nothing with him. So I'm glad that they're finally doing something with him here and giving him a huge match. Logan Paul, on the other hand, is a guy that I think we can all agree is just a douchebag. But that plays perfect into the wrestling world because he comes across as this new age heel, right? The heel where... where it's not a classic heel like MJF is a classic heel. Logan Paul is this new age heel where he's just come into the wrestling world because he's famous and we can all hate him because of the things he's done on social media. So this is going to be a great match. I think both of these athletes are super, super talented. I can't wait for this match. This is really the only match that I'm entirely 100% pumped for. But here we go. Ricochet versus Logan Paul. Winners, I've got Logan Paul winning this. Um, Unfortunately, I do not see Ricochet winning this. I think it's been too long since Logan Paul's won a match. I I cannot tell you the last time Logan Paul won a match. I I cannot remember. But I think Logan Paul's going to win this. Unfortunately, I would love to see a Ricochet win, but I just do not see that happening. Uh, I see Logan Paul rubbing off very positively in this match, but I've got Logan Paul winning this. Does Jake Paul show up? No, I've put no. And as soon as I wrote this question down, I'm pretty sure I realized that Jake Paul has his own um, boxing match on the same night. So I don't think he will be showing up to SummerSlam. Who jumps off the top rope first? This was a tough one. Um, I can see either way going, but I chose Ricochet. I think Ricochet will jump off the top rope first. So this match is going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Let's get to the rest of the card, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a pretty stacked card. I'm I'm happy that they're they're sticking to eight matches. I think that's, that's good. There were a lot of matches that were rumored for this event that were taken off, such as Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. That was taken off, and I'm glad that they did that because they don't need it. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry if I do cough and sputter everywhere. I'm coming down. Well, I'm, I'm down right now with a sickness. Um, so I'm sorry if I sound like shit. But, hey, I'm here. Uh, the other match that was rumored was Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez which was another match that was heavily rumored that they have not put on the card. Once again, I'm okay with it. We don't need four women matches on a card, um, so I'm all right with it. And another match was the US Championship match, Austin Theory versus Escobar. Sent, uh, Escobar. Uh, another match that I think would be better suited for a SmackDown or something like that. I don't see Escobar Santos winning the US Championship, but hey, who knows, who knows, alright, let's get to the rest of the card, we're going to start with the SummerSlam Battle Royal, I mean, we already started with Logan Paul and Ricochet, but we'll start now with the SummerSlam Battle Royal, so I don't really know much about this Battle Royal, I don't know how many men are involved in this Battle Royal, Um, I don't think 
and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they haven't announced why or what is for, up for grabs with this battle royal. Is this just like an Andre the Giant battle royal where the winner just gets nothing and is forgotten about in the next few years? I, if you're gonna do this, do something interesting with it. The the winner gets a shot at the world championship or something like like Jesus Christ, give us something. But as right now, the uh, does the winner get anything? This is a question on the scorecard, and I will say that if they do announce that the winner gets something before SummerSlam, um, this question will be scrapped. So, stress not, my lovely people. But does the winner get anything? No. I put no. Who do I have to be first eliminated? This was hard because I don't know who's in it, but I've just chosen a name out of the top of my hat. And I've chosen Top Dollar. And it's funny because I saw some other content creators actually have Top Dollar winning this. And if that's the case, if there is no... If there is no gift at the end of this match, if this is just for bragging rights, then I could see a top dollar winning this. But I feel like they're doing nothing with top dollar at the moment, so I say he's first eliminated. My final four are LA Knight, Sheamus, Tommaso Ciampa, and Shinsuke Nakamura. And who do I have winning? I think... Okay, I, I hope... I hope it's LA Knight. If they don't give this to LA Knight, the crowd is going to riot. Holy shit. The crowd is going to be unhappy with the rest of the pay-per-view if LA Knight is not the winner of this match. So I have LA Knight winning this match, and hopefully something comes good of it. All right. Another match. Let's get into another match that I'm intrigued with, but not overly pumped for. And that's the Mixed Martial Arts Rules match between Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. And the reason I'm interested in this is because I feel like finally Ronda Rousey is going to actually give a shit. This is a match that is in her wheelhouse. She's going up an opponent who is her friend. And I feel that these two could have some good chemistry against each other. I feel that this could be an actual decent Ronda Rousey match. There is a little part of me that still uh, doesn't give a fuck about Ronda Rousey because she doesn't give a fuck about wrestling. You can tell by her face, by the way she interacts with the crowd, everything. She does not care about being in the WWE. There is a heavy rumor that this is going to be Ronda Rousey's last match. And to be perfectly honest, I hope that's the case. I really do. I really hope that's the case because we can do without Ronda Rousey. Yes, she's name value, but that's it. That's really it. And I'm worried that if she continues to stay, they're just going to put her into the, the world championship category again. And that's nothing we need. That is absolutely nothing we need. So with that being said, I've got Shayna Baszler winning this match. I honestly think that if that's the case, Ronda Rousey is leaving, then she's going to put over Shayna Baszler. Interference. I got no. I don't think anyone interferes in this match. Does this end in a pin, knockout, or submission? 
this was hard, man. This was a hard one because I can see it. I can see them doing a knockout with this, but I've chosen submission. I've chosen submission. Uh, I don't know what the go is for mixed martial arts rules. I don't know if there's pins involved, but I'm going to go submission. Will anyone be hit for real? Another hard question because I can see them doing that, but I've chosen no. I've said no, but I don't know. How do you guys feel? Am I the only one that's kind of interested in this match? I, I feel like this could be something interesting and cool. But we'll wait and see. I'll uh, talk about it next time after uh, SummerSlam is over. <laughs> Let's get to the Intercontinental Championship match between Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. A, uh, it's going to be another hard-hitting match. But the thing is, we, we kind of saw this match at WrestleMania with Sheamus in the mix. And... I, I don't know, when, when when Drew McIntyre came out at Money in the Bank, I was, I was all for this match, and now I'm having doubts. I feel that this could be another Gunther match where it's just slap, chop, slap, chop, and that will be it. And with the recent, recent happenings on Raw this week, where Chad Gable actually beat Gunther, I... I'm kind of interested to see if they're going to go a different direction. So with that being said, I've actually got Gunther retaining. And the reason is because I feel that they're going to give Gunther the longest IC title reign of all time. And I can't remember how many days. Let me let me, let me me do some back checking right now. Okay, so after doing some fact checking, at the moment, on the 2nd of August, 2023, Gunther is has held the championship for 417 days and the longest reign is from the honky tonk man with 454 so if they've got if they've got gunther holding this championship for 417 days let, let me just do the the math here 37 more days 37 more days Gunther needs to hold the championship to become the longest reigning IC champion I don't see them taking that title off him until after that so I've got Gunther winning this match interference yes there's going to be in interference um, from a few people how many claymores are hit I put two I put two but I could see there being more. I could see there being less. So I just went two. So we'll see how that goes out. But I'm pretty confident that Gunther's going to uh, retain this championship. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset if that's the case. If Gunther is the one to be the longest reigning champion, I'd be actually really happy with that. I would actually really appreciate that because who, who the fuck is Honky Tonk Man? Who cares about Honky Tonk Man? That dude's. Old news now. All right. What else we got? What else have we got? Uh, triple threat women's championship match between Oscar, Charlotte Flair, and Bianca Belair. Whoo. So Charlotte Flair, let's talk about her. Let's talk about the queen. So she claims herself to be. Oh, the queen of, I take a break. Oh, sorry. Let me start from the start. I return I take championship off people, then I get beaten, 
then I take a break, then repeat. That's all she does. And it would not shock me if Charlotte Flair walks away with the championship. In fact, I actually have Charlotte Flair winning this match. That's right. I have Charlotte Flair winning this to become the new women's champion. As sad... Excuse me. As sad as that seems, I've got Charlotte Flair winning this match. But does EO cash in? I put yes. I put yes, EO cashes in. Is there interference? No. No. Because EO cashing in will happen after the match, so that doesn't count. Uh, who pins who? I put Charlotte pinning Oscar. Yeah. Because I think they're going to keep Bianca Belair looking strong. So, uh, this could go so many different ways. But I do have a cash in here. I do have EO cashing in on the new women's champion, Charlotte, to become the women's champion. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what's going to happen. Singles match between Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. A singles match? Really? You're going to do a rubber match and make it a singles match. The the end of the trilogy between Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar is going to be just a normal singles match. No stipulations. Nothing. All right. Um, I'm really liking Brock at the moment. I'm liking the way he looks. I'm liking the way he is. But he's going up against Cody Rhodes. And you all know how I feel about Cody Rhodes. You all know exactly how I feel about Cody. Not a fan. I do not like the guy. I think he's boring. I think he can't speak. He's way... He he tries way too hard on the mic to be entertaining. And it just comes off cringy. (sighs) With that being said, Cody Rhodes is winning this match. There is not a doubt in my mind that Cody does not win this match because he's going through hard times, baby. That's the reason he's going to win this match is because he's stealing his dad's fucking gimmick or his dad's little uh, storyline back in the day of hard times. So Cody Rhodes is winning this match and then will go on to face another guy who he claims is hard times. And he'll continue doing that until he gets to WrestleMania 40 next year where he fights Roman Reigns again for the championship. That's what's happening. I will I will bet money that Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns for WrestleMania next year with Cody walking away with the championship because this year is Cody's redemption story of I didn't win, I have to get back what's rightfully mine. Boring, boring bullshit. Fuck Cody. I can't keep doing this, you guy. I sound like a broken record every time I speak about Cody Rhodes. I'm sorry, I do not like the guy. Cody Rhodes is winning this match. Is there blood? No. Is there interference? No. How many F5s are hit? I've put one. One. And key word there, hit. It needs to be hit. How many crossroads are hit? I put three. Three crossroads. I see Cody Rhodes walking away and this rivalry is hopefully done and dusted. All right. We're down to the last two matches here. Seth frickin' Rollins versus Finn Balor. <sighs> you know, I was watching a bit of Raw a couple weeks ago. 
And I, I realized something that I probably realized many times before, but I've, I've realized something, and that thing is that I really do not like Seth Rollins anymore. I do not like him. And don't get me wrong, he is very, very good in the ring. He's so good to watch in the ring. What I don't like about Seth Rollins is his whole character. Everything about his character, to the way from the way he dresses with his over-the-top weird Elton John-like clothings, to the way he acts, even his hair. I just I don't like his fluffy, different, multicolored hair. I hate Seth Rollins. And like when I say I hate Seth Rollins, it's not like how I hate Cody Rhodes. No, I'd, I'd pick Seth Rollins ten times over Cody Rhodes. But I just do not like the Seth Rollins that we're getting. Why can't we bring back the Beast Slayer, Seth Rollins? Where he came out with a jet black hair, he looked like a heavy metal bastard that would kick your ass. Now, he's just this, <laughs> Seth freaking Rollins. Why, why, what's with the freaking? Like, I get it. It's like, oh, it's edgy. The kids, it's like swearing for the kids, but it's not. I, 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 look, if you want to use that in the title, fine. But every time someone someone talks about Seth Rollins, they have to say Seth freaking Rollins. It's annoying. It's stupid. No one talks like that. It's, it's not like if I was talking to my friend about wrestling, I'd be like, oh, did you watch Seth freaking Rollins? No. I'd be like, do you watch Rollins? <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm working myself up here and I'm, I'm sick of shit. This is awesome. Anyway... Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, singles match for the World Heavyweight Championship. This one was so hard to pick, I uh, I went back and forth a few times, but I've come to a conclusion. I've come to a conclusion, and I've gone the way that I used to predict things, and I predicted it with my heart, which is usually a bad thing, because that never happens. I usually have to pick with my head. But this time I went with my heart. I've chosen Finn Balor to win. I've chosen Finn Balor to win. And the reason being... Let me, let me, let me finish these, these uh, predictions. Finn Balor to win. Interference, yes, of course. Uh, does Damien Priest cash in? No. I said no. Does Finn Balor bring out the demon? No. Here's my logic, right? The Judgment Day are now being pushed as kind of like Raw's bloodline, like the big stable, the big heel stable on Raw. They're kind of being pushed like that. And you've got Rhea Ripley as the women's champion. You've got Dominic Mysterio as the uh, NXT shitty championship. You've got Damien Priest as the Money in the Bank holder. And then you got Finn Balor. One of these things doesn't match up with the other. Um, I honestly think Finn Balor is going to win the world championship and all four of them are going to have something to raise in the air next Raw. That's what I think is going to happen. Will it play out like that? Who knows? There's a lot of rumor that Damian Priest could cash in in this match. I don't want to see that until Finn holds that title first. I see Finn as more of a leader than Damien Priest. But it's interesting to see how they're going to go with it. But I've got Finn Balor winning this. I've got Finn winning this. I, uh, I'm pumped. 
I'm pumped for it. All right, last match. Who knows? It could be the main event. We don't know. Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. Tribal combat for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship and recognition of Tribal Chief. Wowie wow. All right. All right. So the Bloodline story, I've, I've heard so many people say that the Bloodline story has run its course. It's boring now. I will always disagree with that. I will always disagree. I think they're doing the best work with the Bloodline story. And uh, I think they're going to continue in this match. I think there's more story involved in this. Who do I have winning? I've got Roman. I've got Roman winning. I don't think Roman is going to be pinned again this entire year. Interference, yes, of course. Do the elders show up? No. But the whole thing about that this match is for the Undisputed Universal Championship, but it's also for the recognition of Tribal Chief. What's to say that... Roman wins this match by notorious means, cheating or whatever, and retains his championship. But then the elders come out, or the elders do something, and, and, and strip Roman Reigns of the tribal chief um, badge, or whatever you want to call it, and give it to Jey Uso. What are the chances of that? And then forming the new bloodline. I feel like there's something like that is going to happen. There's more story involved in this match that's going to happen. But I am pretty confident in saying that Roman Reigns is walking out as world championship. World champion. Because he's going to fight Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania 40. That's the reason, unfortunately. Alright, let's go to bonus points. We've got bonus points here. So, what match opens SummerSlam? I've got Logan Paul versus Ricochet. That's the match I opened. I could also see the SummerSlam Battle Royal opening because LA Knight winning could be a huge pop, but I'll go with Logan versus Ricochet. What's the main event? Roman versus Jay. Always choose Roman to main event your show. Surprise appearances. Now, you can choose as many as you want. As many as you want. If you get it wrong, it's not going to alter the scorecard. You just won't get your points. But I've chosen Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, Grayson Waller, and The Rock. Do I think The Rock's coming out? No, I don't. But I put him on there just in case. If any time The Rock was going to come out, it would be now because of SAG and everything like that. So that's the reason. People, that is my scorecard for SummerSlam 2023. Boy, I... I let me let me speak to you real honestly here. Let me speak to you real honestly because this war between the NWO and yes, this is where the uh, the shit talking comes out. The war between the NWO and the Bullet Club old has been raging for many many months. I'm sensing something happening in the air. I'm sensing a change of championship, and I've come to terms with it. I've come to terms that I may be, I, and I probably will be losing my championship at this event. The thing that keeps me calm about that is that the championship could still be staying in the NWO. It still could be here in the NWO, 
And if that happens, the whole thing is okay. What's the problem is if the if if my title goes over to the hands of the Bullet Club old, then we're going to have a problem. So right now, this rivalry between the NWO and the Bullet Club old, it's it's run its course. It is. It needs to finish. This needs to be the final showdown. So right now, Scott, Robert Hungy, and all the other Bullet Club old elitists, whatever you want to call yourself right now, this comes to an end. This comes to an end, right? This is now. Whoever wins the championship, I'm saying right now, is the best faction of all. Bullet Club Old versus NWO. Whoever win, whoever walks out with a championship. And for those people that are wondering, well, I'm not in a faction. And I, I, those people listening, you know who you are. You know who you are. I'm putting yourself, I'm putting you guys in your own faction. If you haven't joined the Bullet Club Old or the NWO, then you're in your own faction. And I'm calling you, <laughs> I'm calling you guys the dummies. All right? For those people that are not in any faction. You guys are the dummies. You're in your own faction. So unless you want to join us, you know who to call. But uh, this is it, man. This is it. The war finishes after SummerSlam. Whoever walks away with the championship becomes not only the greatest world champion, but also the best stable in dummies of wrestling. And it's going to be NWO. Ha <laughs> ha! Guys, thank you very much, but uh, we'll see you after SummerSlam. Dip!
looking 